0: I grew up in Cherokee, North Carolina, uh, just over the mountain. Um, my dad was the pastor of the the Cherokee United Methodist Church, and um, one Sunday, um, after worship, um, we grabbed our hymnals and we all filed out of the sanctuary, and and we walked to the, to the creek. Um, Soco Creek is uh, just behind the the church, and it's. Um, behind the parsers where we lived and so the congregation Lined up on the the bank of, of Soco Creek um, For a baptism um, My dad was was down in the water um, with the lay leader Buddy Ledford and there were uh, a number of people down there waiting to be baptized well uh, Jerry and Juanita wolf's son tony like he was he was one of the ones that was going to be baptized that day and uh, after we went through the the liturgy in in the hymnal uh my dad and buddy uh one at a time they they took the the folks out into the into the deeper water um it was actually I remember kind of kind of chuckling because it was our swimming hole like this is where we would swim in the summer and like I'd caught trout in, in, that, in that hole, and, and now we were, we were doing this, this sacred thing, uh, this baptism. And, and my, my dad was on one side and, and Buddy was on the other side. And um, then my dad said, uh, Tony Wolf, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then he went under, like all the way under. Now, that, that might surprise some of you, but we, we Methodists, we do that, you know? We're not too particular about um, the ways that we experience the water. So, we'll sprinkle you with water in, in the warm sanctuary, we'll pour water over your head, or uh, we'll go to the creek. Well, from my vantage point, uh, up on the creek bank, uh, when, when Tony came up out of the water, he looked blue. Literally, had turned blue. It was February. Did I tell you that? This baptism was at the end of January, first part of February. That water was freezing cold, and I remember wondering, like, why are they wanting to be to be baptized uh, in January? Um, why not wait until July when the water's warm? I mean maybe not that much warmer uh, in, in July in Cherokee, but, but certainly warmer than, than, than what it was. And I was like, uh, what's the urgency? Well, today is a special Sunday in, in our liturgical calendar. Um, this is Baptism of the Lord Sunday. And the, the story that we always read from the Bible is the, the story of Jesus's baptism. And it begins with, with John the Baptist, Jesus's cousin. John is in the, in the wilderness and he's baptizing people and he's doing so with a sense of urgency. The gospel writers tell us um, that people came from all over the Judean countryside and it says all the people of Jerusalem came and they were lined up on the banks of the Jordan River and um, they, were, they were waiting uh, to be baptized. And so John, uh, he, he's, he's telling the, the people because they're curious. Um, Luke tells us and and, and Mark tells us that they're they're just full of expectation and and wonder and and curiosity about what's going on and John tells them, he kind of sets them straight, he's like, no, 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 this is not about me. I'm not the one that you think that I am, but that one is coming. The Savior is coming. Uh, The Christ is coming. And He's coming with the Holy Spirit and He's coming with a fork, and and He's coming with fire. And John tells them, you know, um, that what's coming and what He's bringing is salvation, and that what's going to be happening is that the grain is going to be gathered into the wheat, and that the chaff is going to be burned with with unquenchable fire, and so, it, so it's also um, about judgment. Um, John tells them too, and I really like this part, in a sense he says it, it, it really matters how you live, so that if you have two coats, then you need to give one of yours to somebody who doesn't have one, and, and if you have extra food, then you need to give food to to those people who don't have them. And he says, if you are a a, a money collector, then uh, you need to go about your business um, honestly and fairly. And and if you're a soldier or if you're someone who has um, power over people, then then you don't abuse your position and your power. Uh, It reminds me of um, uh, the prophet Micah's charge to to God's people, uh, it, that Michael says, he has told you, O mortal, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? And so the urgency is real, like the urgency was real for them, but it's, it's, it's real for me too, like I can't wait uh, for, the, for the warm waters of July. There's an urgency because I need to know the Holy Spirit's power um, to cleanse my sin. I, I can't wait, there's a sense of urgency because I need to know um, the Holy Spirit's fire that, that will warm my heart and that will remind me that I am, I am deeply loved by God. And this, this whole, um, Burning of the 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 chaff, the the judgment is this re, this this reminder that uh, God calls me to um, uh, to do something about injustice. You know, Jesus came um, to bring God's justice, and that means that we not only have to to name the evil, but but we have to deal with it, and and we have to do something about it. Um, so. You know, as United Methodists, we may not be all that particular about um, how we experience the water in our liturgical services, but we are very particular about how the baptismal water flows in us uh, and, and through us. And so uh, in, in just a little while, we're gonna, um, we're gonna experience together the, the congregational reaffirmation of our baptism uh, service that, that's in our hymnal on page 50. And um, the the questions that that were asked at our baptism, you know, my response is 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 that uh, I confess my sin, I confess Jesus as my my Lord and my Savior, and and I put my whole trust in His grace. And and when I think about that commitment that I, those words that I speak and that commitment that I make, like um, I'm putting my whole trust. in in God, and I I make a promise to to serve God as my Lord. Um, Well, you know, you can't really put your whole trust in someone that you don't know, and so a big part of my commitment with these baptismal vows and in the baptismal water is a commitment to know God. Um, There's there's this story um, of this Persian king who really loved his people, and um, this King oftentimes would would take on a disguise a different variety of disguises and, and go out into his kingdom and, and meet the people and um, one time he disguised himself as a as a poor man and and he went and uh, went to like the the public bath and and there was a a, a man who was there um, in this in this tiny cellar he sat there he was the what they call the fireman he was the the keeper of the fire in this public bath, and uh, the king, disguised as this this poor person, um, had conversation with this man. They ate together. The king ate his his coarse food, and uh, and they sh- they shared stories together. he got to know him. And um, day after day after day, uh, he did this. And then finally one day, the the king revealed to to this man who he was, and the king thought, you know, he's probably going to ask, ask of me some great gift, uh, but he didn't, um, and this is what the, what the fireman, uh, who, who just kind of sat there gazing in wonder, uh, and, and, and love said at last, he says, you left your palace and your glory to sit with me in this dark place, to eat of my coarse food, to care whether my heart is glad or, or, or sorry. Uh, On others you may bestow rich presents, but to me you have given yourself, and it only remains for me to pray that you never withdraw the gift of your friendship. The baptismal waters and and my baptismal vows is is a commitment to a relationship and and a friendship. But also, uh, I'm asked the question, Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever form they present themselves? I I read this story um, by Mary Lutie. She attended this baptism, and they forgot the water. (laughs) Somebody forgot the water. There was no water in the baptismal font. Uh, The sexton or the building manager, uh, he was the guy who who usually put the water in the font, uh, but, but he didn't do it uh, because he was calming the assistant um, because the assistant had found mice um, in the kitchen. And he was, he was horrified and terrified, not terrified of the mice, uh, but terrified of the, of the chair of the, the, the property committee because the chair of the property committee uh, was, was mean and, and was a tyrant. Uh, the deacon hadn't checked, because she had scrambled for um, for 20 minutes trying to find some clothes for her kids that weren't stinky so that she could get to the church on time. Uh, the pastor hadn't done it because she was caught up uh, in this conversation with a church member. She hadn't checked on the font because this parishioner was concerned about uh, some chairs that had been removed from the parlor and and that nobody had returned them. And she was wanting to know if the pastor if she would announce this big problem from the pulpit and the family hadn't checked because they're the family and they're not supposed to check and see if there's water in the baptismal font and when they got up there they they noticed and they said there's no water and so the congregation is is chuckling they're um you know tittering and and um Restless, and, and the pastor is, is kind of uh, faking this non-anxious presence and the associate runs with, to get a, a pitcher of water and the, the organist begins to play a hymn and by the time they're singing the, the, the third verse, the associate pastor comes back and behold, they have water and promises were made and a child of God became a disciple of Christ. In that moment, Mary Lutie, who tells this story, she, uh, she wasn't sure why, but she began to think about all of the places in the world where dead mice and committee tyrants and stinky clothes and parishioners sweating the small stuff would be the least of your worries and where forgetting the water would be a total non-thing because there's no water to forget and you have to walk miles and miles to find some and sometimes it's, it's too little or too polluted to do you much good. And she says, I doubled over in wonder at this in prayer and sorrow, in gratitude and shame. I love the prayer that Mary Lutie prayed that day. I think it's appropriate for us today And her prayer was as simple as this. In water we made promises, dear Christ. Hold us to them. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and give a new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without price. Through the reaffirmation of our faith, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism, acknowledge what God is doing for us, and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, Do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races. According to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again, He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. And now we're going to pray... The prayer of thanksgiving over the water, and because we are worshiping together online, um, maybe you can find a a, a bowl of water. Um, I'm going to pray a, a prayer of blessing over this water. Those who are worshiping in person at the Awakening Service um, will have a baptismal font. Uh, there might even be a, a a bowl with with some river rocks, um, and the same in the sanctuary. Uh, we'll be praying this prayer uh, over the water that's there and then the congregation will have an opportunity to come forward and and uh, and, and respond and and maybe touch the water uh, maybe touch their forehead and and do the sign of the cross um, it's not a re-baptism and that's important to remember um, uh, we don't do re-baptism we're not very particular about how we experience the water we're very particular about how this water affects our lives. We're also very particular about the, the theology that this, this baptism thing, it's not anything that we've earned. It's not anything that, that we do. This is an act of God's Spirit grabbing hold of us, our Creator God who claims us and loves us. That's one of the reasons why as United Methodists, we join other traditions who baptize babies. Um, it's just this beautiful reminder that God loves us even before we know that God loves us. This is simply a reaffirmation. It's simply a remembering that this is the God who claims us. This is the God who sets our hearts on fire um, so we can bring justice to the world. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos, you swept across the dark waters and brought forth light. In the days of Noah, you saved those on the ark through water. After the flood, you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your Spirit. He called His disciples to share in the baptism of His death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit, and by this gift of water call to our remembrance the grace declared to us in our baptism. For you have washed away our sins, and You clothe us with righteousness throughout our lives, that dying and rising with Christ, we may share in His final victory. All praise to You, Eternal Father, through Your Son, Jesus Christ, who with You and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns forever. Amen. Remember your baptism and be thankful the Holy Spirit work within you, that having been born through water and the Spirit, you may live as faithful disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us rejoice in the faithfulness of our covenant God. We give thanks for all that God has already given us. As members of the body of Christ and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we will faithfully participate in the ministries of the Church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness, that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ.